Hello everybody, this is Matthew Brand. Welcome to the Man Decree Podcast. And today I am talking about female personality types. This is part two. In the first one I talked about the black magic personality type. And this one I'm talking about contractual magic. Now, if you're wondering why I'm using magic, I explained in the last episode, is that women haven't been really used very well in media and stories to provide great known examples of them and references. But magic types have been used for centuries to explain how people manipulate situations and that's basically a lot of the ways women have personality types is how do they handle situations when they come up right how do they manipulate a situation because they're a lot more socially responsive than men are and that's why i wasn't able to just break them down into four personality types like i did in the male episodes where i did you know four basic ones this um the different magic personality types really tells you a lot about how a person reacts and how they handle their situations so that being said this contractual magic is something you've probably seen a ton of times before right a lot of times it's kind of given this negative connotation but it's not necessarily negative as a matter of fact it can go either way right where the black magic personality type a lot of times is a little bit on the more negative side right that's more as a person you have to be a lot more cautious with where the contractual personality type it really just depends on that kind of person. Some people have a more familial contract mindset, right? Basically, I'm adopting you as a person into my life, let's say when it comes to relationships, right? And when you adopt a person in your life, you don't abandon them, you don't neglect them, you don't treat them bad. That's the contract. I'm going to be here for you. So one of the a positive example in media would be the blue is, is her name they, they just call it a blue fairy or is she just the a fairy i don't know i'm just going to call her blue fairy right if you've seen pinocchio there's a fairy who turns pinocchio alive and tells him basically cuts a deal with him if you learn to behave be a good boy you know essentially i'll turn you into a real boy right be honest trustworthy um and you know selfless You'll become a real boy in or another ways to say like a man, right? You'll go from being this, you know, wooden puppet and you'll turn into a man. That's how you become a man, right? Learning those things, listening to your conscience. And if he does that, he'll, he'll get what, you know, she'll turn him into a man. <laughs> That's a very solid metaphor. And the blue fairy is not giving him a bad contract. And she even gives him chances to move forward with that she doesn't come off as a crappy person you can even see her as like a i don't i mean i hesitate to say this but a, a deity like figure where jiminy cricket we know what he's a euphemism for or a metaphor for um is the appealing part to her behalf right he appeals to her on pinocchio's behalf and he's also Pinocchio's conscience, right? Kind of seen as like a Holy Spirit sort of thing, right? These are all metaphors, essentially. And this is something I'm pulling out of my, you know, head. These are things that have been looked at for a long time, ever since the movie came out. Now, this this is a good contract deal, right? So all contracts aren't negative. But when you do see negative contracts, you think of people like Ursula from a Disney movie in Hades, from the Disney movie, right? Specifically from the Disney movie. These are two very contractual magic people, right? They, yes, Hades uses fire, but the real magic that he uses in the show, like he has fire powers, but the real magic he uses in the show 
is contractual magic. And the same with Ursula. And they all have very similar things that you can look for when you're looking to see if somebody does that, you know, negative type of contractual magic. One, they're both bitter. They were both snubbed at some point. You know, Hades got sent to the underworld by his brother to work in the underworld. Not even in a mean sense. He just, uh, that's basically where he got sent to. And his uh, Ursula got kicked out of the palace at some point. She comments that, you know, well, we used to have marvelous feasts when I lived in the palace. I could be saying that wrong. But basically, that's what she's commenting on the fact that she used to at one point live in the palace. Now she doesn't. She's bitter about it. And Hades is bitter about his job. And now they want to get back. So they make these contracts to get their way. And the contracts usually have negative uh, results for the people who sign them, right? The people who enter deals with them. These are people you want to be careful with. And there are people who are like that. And this is how a lot of women, they have these personality types. They're very contractual. If you look at a lot of these um, girls, if you go on a lot of these, how do you, what do you call them? Red pill shows that feature a lot of girls, right? There are red pill shows who they pretty much talk a lot to men. But if you look at some of these more, I don't don't know how to say it, but basically African-American red pill shows like Fresh and Fit and uh, Kevin Samuels, you'll see a lot of the women who call in are very contractual minded. They want a man who's going to take care of them. And in exchange, they're going to give ABC. And I think the, the big problem that a lot of women on those shows have is um they're not really providing the type of contract that the guys want is not actually the fact that they're contractual minded but one of the things you will notice is that the man is not at the forefront of the thought when it comes to the contract whether or not you agree with the types of men who make these shows i could admit that there are some things in there that i don't necessarily agree with or i could at least point out the fact that yes these men may be able to get certain things that they want, but that doesn't also doesn't mean that you necessarily want to wake up and have their life, if that makes any sense. So that's what I'm saying. However, that doesn't, there's nothing, um, you know, that is some people wouldn't want to wake up and have their own life. Whatever, they may be, they're probably winning in a lot of categories. A lot of people would want to win that. That's not what I'm getting at. The point is that the women who call in these shows very often are contractually minded, but they don't have the best uh, thought when it comes to the person that they're making a the deal with. Unlike, like I said, the blue fairy person who, where you would come off as a woman who's like, Hey, I am, this is a much more traditional kind of woman, right? You do this for me and I'll, you know, try to make your life as great as possible. I'm just looking for, she's looking for the marriage. There is an adoption type of contract, right? I'm going to bring you into my family and I'm going to love you no matter what. That's really what that type of contract is supposed to be for. But, you know, and I'm going to say no matter what, Pinocchio could screw up, but she forgives him. And that's the kind of thing. She's wanting him to be a man. She's wanting him to grow, and she loves him through that. And that's not even necessarily in a romantic sense. It's not like the fairy is necessarily um, Pinocchio. You know, she's not seen as Pinocchio's wife. She's seen him as more of a motherly figure, right? She created him, and she's loving him through that, trying to make him into a man. And that's kind of where the, like the, the metaphor is. She's trying to have him grow in a man. And if he listens to her and fulfills his end of the bargain, he'll become a man. Otherwise, he's going to end up as a giant pile of firewood. So things to look, once again, things to look for with these people, they're bitter about something when you look for the negative people, right? 
another thing. Um, they have a, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but they have like a, I knew people who were like this. And what they'll do is they'll do very horrible things. So what you'll notice is they'll have a track record of that. People who have dealt with them in the past, they did not come out on top. That's another thing to note, right? And often, so being bitter, being negative, and having a negative opinion about a lot of different types of people who aren't them, right? That's another thing to really look at. Um, they Even the people who are closest to them, they aren't technically the happiest with, right? And they have a strong jealousy, that's another thing to look for. People, These people tend to be really, really jealous of certain people. And if you listen to them long enough, you'll hear things like that. So those are things to take into mind. Thanks for tuning in. I hope this was uh, helpful in some sort of way. And tune in next time because we're going to go. We've got a lot more to cover. Peace.